Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. I'm Craig Martin, and you're listening to the Inside Connection, coming to you live from Los Angeles. I'm here with Christina Martin, no relation except in my mind, and um, we are here to talk about astrology nonstop all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, Hi. Hi. Happy to be here tonight. I just <laughs> want to jump on that. Yeah. I mean, every time we get together, all day, every day, you, this show is just a little crumb of what, of what really exactly. goes on. Exactly. It's a slice. It's a slice, <laughs> of, it's a slice of our astrology dialogue, our ongoing astrology dialogue, mm-hmm. and the way in which we can interpret what we're going through by looking at the planets and the stars. It's really phenomenal because... For those skeptics out there, you just haven't had a good reading. Yeah. That's that's the pure and simple answer. If you are skeptical about astrology, it's because you haven't had a good reading or because you think that astrology is about horoscopes, which it's not. The horoscopes in the newspaper are a watered-down entertainment version of astrology, and real astrology is about the creation of your astrological chart which comes from your birth time and your birth place and your birth date. All three things we have to know where you're born to because that establishes the way the chart is constructed. So it's a lot more than just we're a Gemini or we're a Taurus. It's really a full picture of our complete personality. And if you want to learn more about that, you can contact us here at the show. So, you know, I was looking at the the stars like I always do. I went out and I saw the the total eclipse of the moon. It was quite Mm. beautiful on, on, um, that was on uh, Sunday night, right? Yeah. 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 That was, that was amazing. And uh, we were lucky in the United States to be able to see the whole thing pretty much no matter where we were, West coast to East coast. And, um, that was really nice. I think it was a little dark, like the energy was a little dark because it was in Scorpio. So it was an eclipsed full moon in Scorpio and it did feel a little, a little dark, maybe a little angry, something. I don't know. People have been a little uh, off their center this week since, since that eclipse. I agree. That's how I, I do you see it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely see it. Yeah. There's a, there is like a underbelly energy from that from that moon. Yeah. 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 And yeah. if you think about it, I mean, I I was trying to wrap my head around, you know, it was it's Scorpio and then the suns in Taurus. So there's about, you know, attachment and then letting go of things. So, you know, right. when you don't want to let go of things, that's when maybe you see the underbelly or you see like the anger or fear come out heightened like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard who have heightened (gasps) levels of fear from not wanting to let go of each other. Yes. Right. And I bring that up only because Johnny Depp is one of our famous Gemini's. Yeah. For the Gemini show might as well jump right in, jump right in because that's been on a lot of people's minds. While the world is falling apart, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Because their craziness is on full display. Right. 
text messages and recordings and things. I know that, that I know that I know that he had pretty much decimated her, like and made her look like a really crazy person. Mm-hmm. And then and him is like just some real innocent. And mm-hmm. today, one of her friends, but somebody that's sort of neutral testified that he is a complete blackout drunk who does not know what he does or how he acts when he's so drunk he can't remember. So I thought that was pretty shocking. His transits generally people are very good. Like I've looked at his transits and they're actually pretty good. So I don't know whether that means that he wins or what kind of mixed bag we get out of this, but I don't think he loses. You know, I don't think that he just comes out a, a loser from the whole thing. Right. Well, so. yeah, and he he is approaching. Just as a side note, he's approaching his his second Saturn return. So it's Saturn interesting return. that he's having to take responsibility for all the actions that he's had, which is very Saturn return. So. Yeah, I um, I think that his Saturn is very close. It's um, he does have Saturn in Aquarius in the seventh house. So he's having his Saturn return right now. Mm. And the seventh house is about relationships. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 what's going on between him and her right now is his Saturn return. Mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, it's the third house. And then also because Jupiter's in his ninth, which is lawsuits mm. and court court battles so one would think that it will turn out okay for him um mm-hmm. his transits are generally pretty good yeah and he has like pluto trying venus he has really good generally good transits if, if if it was a couple of years ago when neptune was squaring his son i would say no that was that would be delusional but yeah right now the planets are placed pretty good for johnny depp going through this. I haven't really looked at her chart because I don't think that I have it for public information. He's famous enough so that you can even find out his birth time, but I'm not sure about her. Yeah, I wasn't able to find a birth time for her, but there is a birth date and her chart's a little interesting. It's got some interesting um, aspects in it, some connections there. I know she's a Taurus, which, you know, already is a little tricky. Gemini's and Tauruses. Yeah, he has Venus and Taurus, so, you know. Their Venuses are conjunct, actually. Yeah, that's kind of nice for them. I imagine at some Attraction. point it was good. I imagine mm-hmm. at some point it was good. Um, yeah, her transits are a little hard, but they're also not bad. There's nothing glaring, right? She has Neptune square her Uranus. Eh. I'm not super impressed by that. Yeah. Like I'm not running and screaming into the night like, oh, my God, that's a bad transit for her to be having right Watch now. Watch out, girl. Yeah. Yeah. And even her moon, you see, it's at seven cast without a birth time. So her moon can only be between about two Libra and 12 or 13 Libra. And that's not there's no like Pluto square the moon. You know, the, mm-hmm. we, her transits are actually pretty good. She also has Pluto trine Venus. I think you're going to see that. Oh, and she definitely has Jupiter conjunct her Mercury at six degrees Aries. Mm-hmm. So that would indicate that there's going to be some good news for her. 
good information. I, I right? think it's going to just wash out. You know, they're going to look at the two cases and they're going to be like, clearly you people are just abusive, both of you and blah, blah, oh, blah. Yeah, I also agree with that. Yeah. I also agree with that. So now, you know, we move from Taurus into Gemini and we shift really from a lot of earthy elemental earth, which we definitely had a lot of earth, to air, a lot Mm -hmm. of air. And Mercury is still retrograde, so things are a little bit confusing. I think people between the eclipse and and the retrograde Mercury, people are running scared. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, things are falling apart all over the place Yeah, I know in my practice it's been really hard on a lot of people It's been really mm-hmm. hard to, And the eclipse, generally everyone is like Why can't I just go hide somewhere and not have to deal with this right now? <laughs> right <laughs> That's an eclipse like, Yeah, I get it, I get it A Scorpio eclipse in particular is a hard one to go through Yeah and we have such- yeah, I know. No, it's oh. fine. I was going to say, I know one nice woman who got very sick. She's gotten very sick this weekend, and she's in the hospital in ICU. So my thoughts go out to her. Um, and I think that the eclipse made some really bad aspects to her chart. But, you know, other than that, I don't really know of, like, multiple tragic things that happened. I think it was it's been okay. Mm-hmm. It. it It definitely, like you said, brings our consciousness to the idea of ownership and sharing, Mm. which is weirdly a form of letting go. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Because sharing is a form of letting go because then you're not, you don't have complete ownership. Control. It's something that you share ownership with. Right. And I find that concept fascinating as a Scorpio, um, the emotional intensity of being a Scorpio is largely all about our desire to have shared experience with others. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it so emotionally intense because we want, we're not having those emotional experiences in a vacuum. Letting go in front of someone. So in order for us to have a particular emotional reaction, we need for you to have one as well. Mm-hmm. And that's why it, that's why there's, it's so difficult for Scorpio. It's so um, they can be very untrusting because, you know, people, they're not as easy to control as Scorpios might like. Yeah, I mean, geez, just having a a kid or a pet or, you know, something that destroys something that you love, that, you know, you shared it with, that there's that, um, I think at least for me, like a inner anger that I get, perhaps, there's all kinds of emotions, when I share something with someone else as like a physical thing say a nephew or a pet or a a child or whatever it is or a friend or whatever and then they break it or Mm. they ruin it Mm. yeah because that's about trust Mm -hmm. because you trust that they're not going to do that Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Segwaying us back to the Gemini topic and a little bit away from the eclipse energy. Mercury yeah. is still retrograde in Gemini. And I think that's one been one really confusing thing. If you want to know a time, if there's ever been a Mercury retrograde where we should not be signing contracts, it's this <laughs> It's just Definitely. so funny. I'm like, no, no, I'm not signing a contract. No, 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 no contract. I'll wait till June 3rd. There you go. Did you Definitely hear that, everybody? wait till June 3rd. Mark your calendars. Yeah. Important. Yeah. The retrograde Mercury in Gemini is, <laughs> is a doozy. It is. And it's not for the faint hearted when it comes to computers. I woke up again this morning and the internet was off. Oh, boy. Yes. And fortunately, Technology. all it was, was unplugging everything from the modem and plugging it back in, and it went back on. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yes. Yep. But still, you know, Mercury yes. retrograde. Yes. I got yes. an invitation yes. yesterday from um, a... a I got an invitation yesterday from uh, like a celebrity agent. He's an agent that he represents like very high up people. And he was supposed to send this very exclusive little luncheon invitation to somebody else named Craig. (laughs) And he said, he said it to me with like, four or five other people whose obviously email addresses I did not have. And oh. on top of it coming to me, it, they weren't BCC'd. Everyone's oh. email address was right there for everybody to see, which I was like, oh, I don't, mm, I, maybe, yeah, no. And maybe they were all professional email addresses, so that was fine for whatever luncheon they were going to have. But I was like, hmm, I like those email addresses. Those look nice to have. I'll take a lunch. <laughs> and that's what I wrote back. I wrote back, I think you meant this for a different Craig, but count me in. <laughs> oh, that's cute. A little Gemini humor. You got to throw in the humor part of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So the sun doesn't go into Gemini for a couple of more days, but since the show is on Wednesday and I didn't want to wait until next week to do a Gemini show, I thought we would bring it out today. Gemini season is upon us. Things get lighter. May turns to June. Leaves are established. Flowers are bloomed. You know, the mm-hmm. world is heading back to the beach and having a good time. We Mm -hmm. shift over completely to summer cocktails and barbecues, and life is generally happy and easy. That's Mm -hmm. at least the vibe that Gemini should be. Yeah. Right? All the plants are in the ground, and they've actually broken the surface, and so things are really moving along in Gemini. It's the last sign of spring. And um, as a mutable sign, we wouldn't necessarily be able to notice, like we just stood someone outside on June the 5th and they didn't know what day it was. They wouldn't necessarily know whether it was spring or summer because we're in that transitional time. So Mm -hmm. Gemini is the segue between spring, which has, you know, cool days and 
the possibility sometimes still of frost into summer where we don't have any possibility of that. And as a result, it's sort of a uplifting and happy time. I would say Gemini is generally a pretty happy vibe. I would agree. Yeah. I mean, the big thing with Gemini is like curiosity. And so when things start to shift, you know, and you're right, the the earth feels more uh, solid in its production, in its its life. Yeah, you know, solid, in the, solid in the promise of summer. Okay, yeah. Right. So then with that, you know, we feel a little bit more grounded, a little bit more ready to go back out again, ready to explore and learn. And in the old days... You knew you weren't going to starve to death. Uh, right? You were in day. Gemini. You were in Gemini. Like little early things were growing. Little peas, mm-hmm. little bits of lettuce, little little carrots, little baby carrots. Anything that had a very like short little growing time span. You know, you could get some things to produce within 28 days. They'll start making food. Yeah. You know now that you've got months ahead of you when you don't have to worry about winter. So thank you, Taurus. Thank you, thank you, Taurus. Yeah. That's a good thing to have. We don't need to worry about winter. Right, right. Not right now we don't. Right, right. Yeah, and then all of the, you know, birds and bees and bugs and animals start coming out of hibernation too, like really out of hibernation. We see them on the street. We see them chirping and talking, communicating. There's a lot more buzz that kind of happens. Well, all the animals have babies right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why springtime is about you know, the animal kingdom having babies because then mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about having a baby in the winter, which is really not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. It's definitely easier to just leave your baby out, you know, in a little diaper with no shirt on and a little shady blanket somewhere in the summer than it is to bundle your baby up in some kind of downy sack where all you see is its eyes and hope that it's living freaks to death. Yeah. It's warm enough like, in there. If you like live in Maine and you give birth to your baby at Thanksgiving, yeah, you're gonna spend Cold. a lot of time. You're gonna spend a lot of time indoors with that baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Gemini is, I think, hope. Hope of mm. socializing. Hope of getting together. Hope of laughing. Hope of merriment. Hope of wrapping up like the school year. And oh yeah. It's really, it's really usually the last sign of school. Right. School. Mm. Ending in late May, early Starts June. Starts usually in Virgo and ends by Gemini. Yeah, Nine that's months. that tracks. That's good. They're both yeah. Mercury ruled. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. They're both Mercury ruled. That's what makes the nice bookends on the on the school and educational process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I find I find this time of the year to be very hopeful. It's not hot. It's not oppressive. The days are beautiful. 
spring is really engaged, you know, the leaves are out. They're, they're done. Even if, even if you are in Maine, you know, you've got leaves on the trees by Mm -hmm. June. And, um, and so there's this certainty of this bounty, you know, that's going to come. Upcoming. Right. Yeah. And the modern time we're disconnected from that, but locally, right. The production of say berries in Oregon or lobsters in Maine or tomatoes in New Jersey or whatever it is that our individual states produce, that bounty comes now. It starts now. It, mm-hmm. it you know, it, we don't have any of that in December and January. Certainly not. Yeah. No. Right. Our citrus here in California. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's an exciting time for us to go out and connect with people and buzz. Yes. Buzz about. I like that. Yeah. Flip from flower to flower. Yeah. See what's up. Collecting energy. Mm-hmm. Collecting mm-hmm. energy, collecting information, sharing, mm-hmm. sharing mm-hmm. energy with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sharing knowledge, being present in the mind space that people share that's so different from any other animal. Right. That's the thing, too, our, our like ability to uh, name things, to give things mm-hmm. names, names, words that other people can understand. Yeah. A good time to go out and write a book. A good time to go out and read one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Put some more words in your vocabulary. Put some more laughs in your day. Yeah. The lightness that comes with Gemini, too. Yeah. Let's look at some more Gemini people, huh? Yeah. Let's do it. Sound? do it. Famous Gemini's Johnny Depp. Certainly a mercurial person. Tupac. Mm -hmm. Angelina Jolie. She's kind of a brooding kind of, you know, I know that her ruling planet is in Aries, so she comes across as being a lot more of an Aries. Yeah. She has her ruling planet in Aries, and then she also has Mars in Aries, and Jupiter in Aries, and Moon in Aries. Like she's pretty, she's pretty Arian. Yeah. In that way, she can be very, I think, tough. Yes. Not as friendly and like what you would think, like funny and social. Like you look at like Amy Schumer is a Gemini. Yes. You know, that's more the comedian, you know. So I think that's important. JFK. And Marilyn Monroe, both. Yeah. Both JFK and Marilyn are both Geminis. They certainly touched each other's lives. Yeah, little Gemini And died very there. close to each other within a year. They died mm-hmm. within a year of each other. Wow. Prince, beautiful Prince, love his music, and he was kind of a really intelligent um, songwriter and beautiful instrumentalist. Uh, he's also June 7. Um, Kanye West. Yes. And who else jumps out at you? 
Yeah, let's see. Morgan Freeman, we like him. We know him for his voice. Yeah. Oh, and Anne Frank. Anne Frank, also born around the time of Marilyn and JFK in that same, you know, what was destined to become these people who were in their 20s during World War II. Sad, sad time. Um, notorious. But a Dave. writer. Mm-hmm. Great. Another writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Judy Garland. Yes. You know, another sort of darling, right? She loves. Yeah. There, there is something a little like, like the, you know, you're saying like the lightheartedness, the curiousness, the comedic, almost like, I don't want to say foolish, but just kind of like a silly, can get with the silly humor. So I feel like a lot of Geminis can embody that. There's like a young feel to youthful. them. Youthful. Good word. Youthful. Yeah. Paul McCartney, also, right, as one of the Beatles who wrote the lighter pop music, you know, mm-hmm. didn't really write the heavier songs. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Yeah. A lot of nice Geminis here. Bob Dylan, another really great lyricist. Yes, the um, word usage. The word usage. Exactly, exactly. Or Michael J. Fox and Nicole Kidman. They're another. They're also amazing Gemini's because as actors, they also have this really amazing command of language. Yes. Yes. Who else do we have? Stevie Nicks also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Songwriting. Lyricist Gene Wilder. Sweet. Kind of a kooky guy. Cute little Tom Holland. Uh huh. Lionel Richie, also, right? Amazing songwriter. Yeah. So that's interesting because I think Gemini does have a really tremendous command of language. And we see that in their ability to author and write music. Yeah. It's writing music. It's doing uh, comedy shows. The... You know, we we get, and it's interesting because if you think about it, the opposite sign, you know, sometimes I read about how Geminis can be opinionated, you know, it's developing opinions as well, the idea formation when you're... Third house, third house, third house is very opinion. Right, exactly, exactly. But there's something that's like more open about it. You know, when we look to the opposite sign, Sagittarius, that's more about like putting the opinion together, putting the facts together. But with Gemini, it's just a still open curiosity. The opinion is there, but they'll read more articles or talk to more people. Right. Right. Well, I think that it's time for everybody to go and have a good time. So for the next four weeks, while the sun's in Gemini, even though we still do have a Mercury retrograde, go out, socialize, read, laugh, participate, you know, engage, engage the world with your own curiosity and um, try and be present. I think Gemini is a very present time consciousness kind of vibe. Mm. That's pretty much the end of our show, Christina. Good chat. I love it. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. Yes. One of my famous Geminis. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's happy. That's good. That's sweet. 
That's very good. And I want to tell everybody you can find us at sageofstars.com or sageofstars on all platforms or at the Los Angeles Astrology School. So that's where you can find us. We always love it when you write us. And thanks for being here. We'll be here next week on the Inside Connection. Bye-bye. Have a nice night.